you. You hey. did not land here by accident. No. Not at all. Could you have been abducted? Maybe. This is that one time I was abducted by aliens. My name is Bree. And my name's Jamie, and we're two sides of the coin. We're talking about abduction today. We are talking about abduction the today. The big A word. The big, giant, scarlet A on all yeah. of our tits. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The number one question that we are asked time and time again, were you abducted by aliens? Bree, were, were you abducted? I mean, yes, no? Oh my God. What? What? What's that? Oh yeah. Wait, what does that mean? Ah. Hey guys, so there's like physical abductions or there's like, you know, what you say, your light body being abducted, your soul, you know, consciousness. Into like, the etheric realms. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. There's there's like a remote viewing. Do you think that counts as an abduction? I think it's possible. Really? I think anything's possible. I do too, but I, I think of like remote viewing as you going so deep in your meditation that then you're putting yourself in that place. So you're saying... But what if the government's using you as a tool and forces you? So technically it's an abduction. Oh, I see. A nice ooh, play on the situation. Ooh. Okay. Get a little okay. spin in there. I mean, there's a million different ways and things you can call an abduction. True. Okay. All right. So I feel you. tonight we're going to get into some of the obvious and unobvious kind of signs and symptoms of abductions okay and i have the common kind of like your everyday run-of-the-mill scenarios and like things and then brie has like the uncommon like the more like questionable like ooh, wait mm -hmm. i can think about that the subtleties so everyone really just pays attention to the typical physical symptoms and that type of trauma but people aren't necessarily informed on the fact that it can happen in so many different ways. And I think it happens to a lot of people this way. And so they don't really think of it as anything more. And yeah. I kind of touched on this a little bit when we were on Not Your Pastors podcast when I mentioned um, John Mack, because he did a whole bunch of research and it was even people that thought they were physically abducted. Once he like brought it down like to the very, very core, it was actually just their, their etheric body. But mm -hmm. you still see your physical body. Mm -hmm. So it's questionable, I think, in a lot of situations. Absolutely. I would agree, 100%. All right, let's dive deep into these lists now. Family history of UFO sightings, right? Mm -hmm. So like your great, great, great grandma used to see crop circles. You know what I mean? Like, that you know sick. somewhere in your family that somebody's <laughs> yeah. seen some shit. Yeah. Like, my dad's seen a UFO, my grandpa. Um, you know, it's funny. Even last year, my mom and my dad saw one together. And my mom was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We saw we saw some weird blue orbs when we were in Mexico. She's so... Like, super casual. My mom's like, like that like, with eh, everything. Yeah. But, yeah. And my dad's like, oh, we forgot to tell you. Where my mom's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that thing. So, things, like, happen to my mom, and it, like, erases in her memory. So, we, we should well, talk about that We talked that about later. her during the mandala effect, if you remember correctly. I don't know if it ever made it to the recording, but we did talk about how, I like, know. she's in a total different universe than, Absolutely. than we are. And I think I can mention it in my subtle, like, when I go into more of the subtleties, because I have an interesting little story that kind of has to do with her. So, anyway, go ahead. All right. All right, the next one's memory blocks, Brie. Like, um, present day or childhood. So, like, either or. So, just, like, blocks of memory, memories of things, like, you can't remember. Like, you'll remember something mm -hmm. up to a certain point, and then, like, it'll just drop off, and, like, nothing else makes sense, and you pick 
pick up at a way different time. Like, what the fuck? Like, why don't I remember any of those things? And it's uncomfortable if you think about it. To remember something and then all of a sudden it's just like a blank slate. Yeah. Like, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. A I lot in childhood you. and present day time. If you try to look back in memories and then you just have blocks, it's... It's strange. Why is that? Yeah, I agree. It's like things you used to remember and then all of a sudden you don't. Or maybe even just questioning if you ever really remembered. Like Mm. going on in time and then thinking it was normal. And then, oh yeah, what happened? And that's interesting because that's a big thing for me. Was realizing that there was a weird situation and that I don't remember after that. And you don't remember after it. I would agree with that, that I have moments of that where they're like, something weird happened and then I don't remember what happened afterwards. Like, I'm like, I know something weird happened and why don't I remember the outcome of that weird situation? Yeah, like your typical abduction scenario you always hear about when people are driving in their car and their car breaks down. They get out of the car or whatever. Maybe they see something weird and then they don't remember anything after. Yeah. That was my typical, like, I had that exact I know exactly which one you're talking about, too. Yeah, and I don't remember... I don't remember anything. It's just almost anything. like walking into a void. And then, like, you came nothing. out the other side and you were just like, and you. And I never no thought anything was weird about yeah. it. Just So we pulled over, we saw this crazy flash in the sky, and we all got out of the car, and then, okay, it's over. And we get back in the car and we keep traveling. And, like, no one says anything ever. Again. No one ever. And I know it's so weird. I wonder if I were to contact these people, if they would even remember it. Yeah. Or if they would just be like, you're weird. And. I don't remember that at all. They're like, oh, I have no idea. Yeah. Or someone being like, oh my God, you remember that? But it's so vivid in my head of when it happened and all the details and how weird it was. And that's why we pulled over and we all got out. And then it's all of a sudden, it's It's almost like watching a movie, pressing pause, and then just pressing play again. Yeah. That's exactly how it is. So crazy. It's crazy to see. I think as we go through this list, we're both going to talk about like, oh, yep, that's it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And sometimes you think that a lot of them don't apply to you. And then you think about it. And you're like, and you're oh, like fuck yeah. oh, shit. All right. The next one I got <laughs> is desire to go to remote places, often alone and very suddenly. Right. Like people that just have a sh- all of a sudden they're like, I have to go outside. Like something super out of character, like someone who normally would just like didn't want to go out, didn't have friends, wasn't about life. All of a sudden got up and was like, I got to the forest. I got to go. You guys, the trees, they're calling me. Uh huh. And I think even just a desire to travel to remote places. Mm-hmm. I think it happens to a lot of people because there's nothing really out there. Yeah. And so if something weird's happening out there, not a lot of people are seeing. Just saying. I think it's a desired just I want to go to this place and there's nothing there and there's nothing it's like you're, you're going and it's people are like asking you like well why would you go there there's nothing there and it's yeah. like you can't explain it to them why you would go there yeah they're like and should I come you want me to come no I'm good no 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 I'll go fine. by myself it's fine it's fine I don't need it it's cool I'll just go I'll sit out there it's fine I, I feel you on that one all right the next one and we talked a lot about this when we were on not your pastor's podcast sleep paralysis any type of like sleepwalking mm-hmm. or like being just afraid to sleep in the dark. If people are home and around, my door stays open, I'm fine. But if I'm by myself in the house, I stay in my room and my door's shut and I don't come out. Not until it's like daytime. It gets cold in my room, gotta get the heater in there. Or when it's hot, I'm like, I'll leave my door open, I don't give a shit. But if I'm by myself, that door's shut. Because there's something about if I look through the frame of my door, I'm just, I'm terrified. So I wanted to kind of bring up also like people that want to stay clear from windows, keeping their bed next to windows. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you know, I think that there's this fear of looking in the window and seeing something. Absolutely. Yeah. I will 100. So when I lived up in Washington, there was a house that I lived at that had this big, like, kitchen window, kind of like the one you have here that, like, pushes out. Mm -hmm. It's like, I know there's a name for them. It's like a... I don't know, but I, I know, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's like a big window that pushes out, and like it would look into the backyard, and it was pitch black out there. Terrifying. And I would not go into like the kitchen or the living room because I was afraid to walk by that because I'd look outside and see something. Absolutely, Absolutely. yeah. And I think it still sticks with me. Yeah, hundred percent. And then it gives me like flashbacks to when I was a kid, and I think like I I kind of feel like something must have happened to me when I was at my grandparents' house because it's like even recently I feel like I've been getting like kind of these weird kind of like flashes back to when I was a child and these weird things happening as a kid. And I remember for whatever reason being awoken up in the middle of the night and being terrified and feeling like I needed to leave my room and staring down the hallway and there was this giant window that was um, like um, basically if I were to leave from one end of the hallway to the other I would be passing this giant window mm -hmm. and I always felt like something was there and I was terrified and I always felt like I needed to get from one side of the hallway to the other without looking without as looking as fast as you can and then now I'm thinking why did I even what was always awaking me in the middle of the night and why did I feel like I needed to leave my room and go from one end to the other yeah absolutely. I have no idea absolutely but that was like always a huge fear like just big windows in the dark and I, I know for a lot of people like they don't want to even put their bed next to a window because they're terrified. And I wonder if people have seen things or if something has come through a window. Or they maybe, and they don't remember it or they don't know. Yeah, and it's just like this weird thing that they're like, for whatever reason, you don't want to be by the window or look into the window. Hmm. And right? Oh my God. So, <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, and right? Because <laughs> I can relate so much to those. So, I mean, did you ever have any sleepwalking experiences? So not sleepwalking. I know that I talk a lot in my sleep. I'll start there. I talk a lot in my sleep, but like out loud conversations with people, like full blown. <laughs> and like, I don't remember them. I don't know what I said. Apparently I don't make any sense. I'd be like, pineapple hickory smoked bear. Like, <laughs> Yeah, would make no sense with like all your safe words. When are, you're like, when you want to go, just say banana cupcakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like banana what you're saying exactly. in your yeah. sleep. And you know what's funny? Because I never thought I sleepwalked. And then I had this memory. Okay, so you know how we're talking about how randomly, especially recently, we've been getting like floods of memory coming back? Yeah. So I started to remember this one time. <laughs> This one time, there was this one time I was abducted by aliens. Seriously, okay, so I was a kid, and, and I... And name automatically makes sense. Absolutely, right? It's not just a joke. We just dropped it. It's a life. You're like, so that one time I was abducted by aliens. Go ahead with your story. And then I woke up. I was a kid. I woke up outside of my house, banging on the wall to be let back in. Mm. So I, for what, sleepwalking, whatever, mm -hmm. unlocked the door, went outside. I don't know how long it or what happened. You. And I was banging on the walls to be let back inside. <laughs> and that's so weird. I remember I was just waking up when my mom was like, oh my God, like, what are you? Right? And I'm like banging on the wall to be let back in. I must have been probably eight years old. That's crazy. And then they tell me, oh, Oh, yeah, one time we woke you up because you were yelling in your sleep, nasty freakers. <laughs> like, not even nasty fuckers. I was saying nasty freakers. <laughs> I was yelling it. 
And I was a ki- I was really young. This was like yeah. back in our first house where all these weird memories, the one I was talking about with like the firefighter situation, mm-hmm. it was at the same place. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, was this in San Jose? No, actually. Where was this at? Gilroy. Oh. I don't know. But I'm like, I used to think that's so random. Why would I be yelling nasty freakers? Uh, Sleep paralysis, Brie. Why don't you give me some sleep paralysis? So, um, either waking up, like when you're coming out of sleep or when you're about to go into sleep, you are waking up before the rest of your body pretty much. Mm -hmm. Right? So, it's like our body naturally shuts down when you go into dream time because you're not going to be running around and like slaying dragons in real life. You're going to be walking into walls. Mm -hmm. So that sleep paralysis can also happen when all of a sudden your body is just paralyzed. It's weird to me because even though science tells you that it's just for that dream, you know, um, explanation, why is it that everyone is kind of having the same experiences with like shadowy figures Mm -hmm. or seeing actual aliens there's all these different instances but a lot of it has to do with figures or entities entering their room Mm -hmm. it's not always a negative thing but it is extremely scary yeah we talked about that a little bit and when on not your pastors again when we went into like you know they they were asking us when you were in paralysis were you like afraid did they seem like demonic or or something or negative and it was like I'm sure that at first sight, it's probably negative because you think it's negative. Absolutely terrified. Yeah, you're just like super scared. Like that doesn't mean that the whole interaction is necessarily negative by any means. Absolutely. But it is at the beginning, you're a human being who has emotions. Of course, the first thing is like a fight, mm-hmm. a fight or flight situation. Like Absolutely. you're like, oh my God, like you're so terrified. You don't, and then all of a sudden your body can't move. You're yeah, even more you terrified. The adrenaline going through you. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's just it's not horrible. the funnest thing in the world. But when you start to calm down and you calm mm-hmm. and you can really start to soak in and look around and realize things, if you even get to that point, they might wipe your memory. Who knows? But yeah. it's not always such a negative thing. Absolutely. And I don't think that's really, that's exactly what I said on the show. Is that part isn't necessarily played over and over like the other parts is. Mm-hmm. And interesting enough for me, I mean, I call it sleep paralysis because when I was like crazy going on the internet, like what the fuck happened to me last night? I wasn't actually sleeping. I It was the first time I ever went into a very deep meditation. Mm-hmm. First ever in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I went into a very deep meditation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not someone that could ever just like fall asleep in the middle of the day. It's like impossible for me. I mm-hmm. have chronic insomnia. It's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. I went into this extremely deep meditation and all of a sudden the paralysis came. So I don't even consider it exactly the same scenario as like, oh, I'm, you know, in the middle of sleep and I was about to wake up, but then I woke up before the rest of my body. It was just like an absolute, just you're paralyzed type of feeling. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and then I just remember when I did come out of it thinking like, what the hell just happened? I knew something happened. Mm -hmm. And I was trying, I remember because I walked downstairs to get a cup of water and I don't know why, I just remember 
filling up my glass with water and trying to think back. It's like, what the what fuck just happened? happened? What happened? I just remember over and over my head, what just happened? What just happened? What just happened? Yeah. And it's something happened. What just happened? And I was just like absolutely confused. It's so weird. I think anytime someone doesn't remember something, it really messes with you. Because yeah. you're like, you think if you think hard enough that you'll remember. And then when you only get bits and pieces, you're just more confused. Mm -hmm. And then people tell you, like, oh, you have, like, good imagination. So then it's like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. How do I dig through this and how do I put this puzzle together? I just told you I hate puzzles, so I'm awful (laughs) at them. We just had this conversation. All right, so what about Brie? Afraid to sleep at night. I'm... I I can say this one's split down the middle for me. It's a 50-50. There's nights where, like... I'm terrified of the dark and I have to shut my door because if I look out of it into the darkness, I get freaked out. Mm -hmm. But then there's nights where I leave it open and I just don't give a shit. Like, nothing bothers me. It really Mm -hmm. just depends on the vibes. I feel you. But some nights, man, there's some more nights than other. And I don't know, maybe it's because I know something's coming or, like, you know what I mean? Like, But there's more nights than other where, like, I will, and I'm just like, tonight, I don't like tonight. That's a big thing, too. And I have a hard time, a really hard time sleeping those nights. That's really when my insomnia Mm -hmm. kicks in is when I really think that something is going on is when I can't sleep because I'm like, I can't go to sleep. What if something happens while I'm sleeping? Like, absolutely not. No, I have to stay awake. And it's like the paranoia starts with my insomnia that pairs in and it's awful. They say, you know, like abductees, contactees can usually tell or they get a feeling like something's going to happen. Like almost like it's like a a little pre-bell going off Mm -hmm. in your being. It's like like, you feel their vibes descending and you're like, oh God, they're close. Maybe that's the way that they're like lightweight giving you like a tap. Like, hey, just be prepared tonight. Oh, but I don't, I wish I wouldn't do that. that. I don't do that at all, but I did have a big chunk of my life. Well, actually I would say two chunks. One back in, I would say like 2009, 2010 when I was like that and then one just a couple years ago actually when you probably, were really afraid of the dark yeah probably just a couple really just a couple years ago yeah. I feel like it's recent but it's not and I remember I was so incredibly paranoid I remember always thinking that there was aliens or something either in my room or outside and I would just get up I would walk over to the window peek outside my blinds get back in bed sit up walk back out Peek on the windows, and I'm thinking to my, and then you think, I'm insane. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going insane. Like you're a crazy person like, who right now. Does this? Mm-hmm. Who cannot sleep at night? And you just can't help Absolutely. it, but to get up and have to look. I just kept doing it. Came out, look through the blinds, back and forth, look up in the sky, and then I'm like staring at a star, and I think a star is moving, and then I'm like, no, it's probably my eyes staring at the stars mm-hmm. for too long, so they're moving, and just over and over and over again, chill the fuck out and go to bed. Seriously. But that was a couple of years ago. So. All right, yeah, we're not we're not that crazy anymore, guys. But just we can get there. Uh all right, Brie, what about like oh I love this one. Hearing humming or tapping before falling asleep or like ringing in your ears. The worst, the ringing of the ears. The ringing of the ears is the the absolute worst. And I also hear that when you're switching to a different density as well, that that can also be a tell time a Tall tail sign. A tall tail sign because you're switching your frequencies and so you're hearing that ringing. You're adjusting. And then also like mm-hmm. if your guides are with you, that mm-hmm. that's also shifting the frequency. And so your your body is picking up on that. A Me bit. and Bree not that long ago had an episode where we both around the same time were hearing weird humming and ringing sounds like all sorts of things man and it was always at night before we were trying to go to bed and it kept both of us up and we would text each other about it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then of course I 
watch that secure team video when it's like <laughs> targeted individuals or whatever. It's right when we watched it too. The yep. freaking like suing some kind of like laser shit to your brain or something, the government, and that fucked with me. I was like, oh my God, this is not real. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Jamie. Have you seen this video? You're like, of course, of course I did. I'm like, it. oh my god, is that what happened? It's yeah. probably what happened. In all honesty, Jesus Christ. I would not like to think that. All right. Whatsoever. Brie, what about um, drops of blood on your pillow or your bed sheets? Like Creepy. you wake up and you like look and it's like a weird and like not like a big but like maybe just like a weird little like the fuck Sprinkle. is that? <laughs> Like, that doesn't even make sense. You're not like, even on your period. And you're like, yeah, you're like, the fuck is this shit? Like, is my asshole bleeding? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm lucky I've never had a nosebleed, because I know people also get uh, chronic get nosebleeds all the time. Abductees, I know they will get nosebleeds. I have not had one nosebleed my entire life, and I'm so grateful. Knock on wood. Yeah, I know. I have horrible nosebleeds all the time. Mm-hmm. The inside of one of my nostrils gets, like, just torn up for some reason. Like, the cold weather gets dry and it gets all cracked. It's just one nostril. And it's just the most painful thing. I always have issues with my sinuses. Always, always. I have horrible allergies. It's probably where they put the implant in at, right through my fucking nose. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. I think that's going to be on your list. Is that going to be on my list? You know what's funny? Uh, so, you know, I have weird nose issues all the time. Like, I can't even wear glasses because... Mm-hmm. My nose is just, it's in constant pain. I have, like, the most little fragile nose. Mm-hmm. And I need glasses when I'm on the fucking computer, you when I read. You have a very cute, small little nose. I but it, give you that. I can't it's put so anything cute. on here. It's it just hurts. like, yeah. And last time when we were at Contact and I um, got a, a reading with, with Krista, Krista Rees, the galactic the, fairy or whatever. Yeah. She's cool. She's like, you have problems with your sinuses, huh? Like, I see something with, like, your nose. Like, your nose bothers you a lot. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I have a gentle nose. That's the real <laughs> situation. And she's like, you know that implants are put in noses, right? Exactly. And she's like, I don't know if you if you've ever considered like actual contact with you. And of course, like the flare in the back of my head's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> like I'm not. I didn't even tell her. Like I'm not gonna tell her anything. I'm just like, oh. Really? That's yeah. weird. And oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, well, you might want to look into it. That's just what I'm picking up from you. Interesting. I was like, oh, So then that fuck. brings us right into our next one, and I'll skip. I'll go right ahead to this one and be foreign objects found under your skin, possibly an implant. Horrible. I haven't found anything yet. Thank God. Me either. Thank God. But I have seen Patient 17. Um, mm, we both did. We saw, we saw part of it at Contact. Yeah. And then I bought it the day it came out, because mm-hmm. I was like, I have to support a foe. So I bought it, and I watched it, and that was extremely convincing, no doubt about it. That was, like, raw data. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate, you know, I'm not so much of a nuts and bolts type of person. Not like I am, yeah. Because I don't need that type of... But like, it was nice to see it packaged it was in nice front of to you. See, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think it's helpful, especially yeah. if you're with people that don't, that do not think about these things when there's hard data in front of them. You can't deny that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Brie, what about waking up with your clothes on backwards or, like, inside out or, like, not what you put on? Like, say you went to bed with, like, red panties and you woke up with, like... <laughs> red panties! And you, and you woke and you, up with black. And, yeah, you know, you woke up with, like, black panties and you're like, this is not what I went to bed with. And then, and like, and you can't explain how I that happened. I wore the red ones. Or, like, you had your bra <laughs> on, but then you woke up and it was off and you were like, wait, where the... But where? that could be explained. You could wake up in the middle of the night and be like, hell no, you're okay, strapping me okay. down right now. So what about, what about <laughs> you went to bed with, like, 
a button-up shirt and you woke up and the buttons were on the back. Right? And you'd be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? fuck? There's no, there's no explanation for that. Unless you were sexually assaulted, but <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, yeah, there's just. All right. What about unexplained marks on the body, like bruising or like punctures or scoop, 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 <laughs> scoop, 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 like a little melon baller, take a little chunk out of you. It's a little microscopic <laughs> little bloop. Bruises. I'm a part of that unexplained bruises. Club. I will give you bruises, but I will say that there is a possible explanation. Anemia. Well, anemia, but I was going to say, it's, it's possible that I'm just real clumsy and I don't realize it when I hit oh. myself. No, mine is extreme. Like, it's possible that I just bruise easily, easily and I bump into things and it happens. I mean, it's possible. Mine is absolutely extreme. But I point, will say uh-uh. that I get I get some bad bruises, like, on my, like, knees and stuff. Like, on the inside. Like, You're just more on like your my knees Hey, yo. <laughs> don't throw up. Don't throw up. Don't throw up. Oh, God. <laughs> No, really. I got to the point where I just point them out now because I'm like, I'm not the only weird one. I'll point them out. I will have just giant bruises. And you're like, I have no idea. You know what's funny? Since we're here, yesterday, I noticed that I have this really strange bruise on my, can you see this? On your wrist, yeah. On my wrist. I'm like, who's putting me in handcuffs? I know it wasn't Josh. (laughs) Because it's just one. Because it's not But I will have them like on my wrists my arms but mainly also my legs sometimes on my sides Mm -hmm. almost like someone's like gripping onto me damn getting it real Mm -hmm. rough but not (laughs) not to yeah no to the point where I know it's because even this happened even way before Josh was in the picture one point I thought I there's something wrong like I thought anemia because I wake up in the morning and I mean probably like 50 bruises yeah and I think that's there's something wrong with you at that point. Like, yeah, there's you're something like, there's wrong with your blood something, yeah. or something like that. And they went and they didn't, was nothing? No, nothing at all. Not hmm. anemia. Hmm. And it happens on and off, but I'm always, always the random bruise club. So, but we, um, I think I mentioned this. I don't remember, but if we feel comfortable, maybe we'll dive deep into the whole, like, hybrid children thing and maybe the whole, like, I think, but that could take a whole episode on its own. Yeah, no, not today. I'm saying in the future because a lot of people that have had these types of physical abductions or that have had the pregnancy thing. They have these crazy stories, yeah. Yeah, and... And there's a lot of instances out there. There's a lot of people who've been abducted, like the people you see on YouTube and shit, and they've always said hybrid children. They always feel like there's... Like, when they go up there, and at some point, like, they're surrounded by children, and they feel like this very, like, you know, parenting presence around them. And it's like people are calling a mom mom and dad and mm-hmm. a lot of people say that shit yeah that's why i think we should get into it we will very we very will. soon yeah people meet their hybrid kids and i mean apparently they're supposed to kind of be the bridge between when they're gonna land it's how we meet our family anyway we'll get into that. we'll get into that all right i'm gonna i'm gonna top it off with the last one that's also my biggest irritants and annoyance Ooh, what could that be electronic malfunctions oh god this is our dain this is our pain in the ass for life, Every I mean, day cables issue. break. Anything and everything around me that's yeah. electronic. We mentioned last episode that one of the cords broke on a microphone. Broke and then another I got one. another microphone and I got an extra cord and then I plugged that in and then it broke already. And then Jamie got a new MacBook and that shit broke too. I mean, it's just... My iPhone just, don't won't work. You just, it's, just, it's the dumbest little thing. It's everything. Yeah, a lot of people... That my batteries in my car keep failing. I mean, literally, any type of electronics you can imagine just mm. do not work around me. Yeah. Even, like, people that maybe they're just around... Um, I don't know, like, say you walk into someone's car and the radio's like... Oh, 
just weird weird things like that it could be the most subtle things but really if you think back and then you think how many times has something either broken with me around stopped working with me around or picked up some weird signals I think people just brush it over. Yeah, like, they just don't even Well, that sucks. Register. The shit broke. But mm-hmm. think about how many times that's actually happening to you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So much money. So much. All right, Brie, what are... Give me some of those uncommon... Yeah, the subtleties. Okay, so feeling like your psychic senses were just turned on. A lot of this can kind of relate to people that maybe have been going through like their whole spiritual awakening. Maybe you're even just realizing that you've always been kind of psychic, but kind of thinking back to a certain point in your life where all of a sudden you knew you were very psychic. Like mm-hmm. everything was just on board. Mm-hmm. It was just like, bam. Not just intuitive, but very, very, very highly intuitive to the point where it's like psychic, HSP, which is high sensitive, high sense perception, um, empathic, just feeling energies, being having all your clairs turn on, clairsentient, um, clairaudient, clairvoyant. So I will say that I don't really identify with that one because I think I've always known I was psychic. There's never been a point where I've been, oh my God, it's turned on. It's just since as long as I can remember, I could see weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think I I've always known I was things. really extremely intuitive but for whatever reason I feel like I didn't realize this until a couple years ago Mm -hmm. like it seemed like a natural thing that Mm -hmm. maybe everyone was doing Mm -hmm. and then I realized that no this is something completely different yeah like when I really realized that a lot of emotion that I was picking up was not my own or, and I see that constantly. You do that constantly. We could be anywhere and you pick up so much emotion from whatever yeah. around. And so, you know, like, they're like, oh, it's just because you're, like, bipolar or whatever. But it's when I can walk into a room and I can pick out different energy and I mm-hmm. can pick out what different people are feeling. Mm-hmm. Then I realize what's going on. This mm-hmm. isn't, like, a mental health issue mm-hmm. at all. So it's, it's a half and half of always n- known that I was like this, but then always... I mean, not always, but then also realizing that, whoa, there's so much available. Mm-hmm. So much available. Absolutely. And so I think everything is open for everyone if maybe they have more realizations to this. And so I think some people that have these sudden contact experiences, they feel like all of a sudden they're just super psychic. Mm-hmm. But really, maybe it's just an, a download of understanding. Not everyone can be like that. So then they're using it to their full capacity. Oh, I like that spin on it. I like it. You. Yeah. And then I also wonder if people weren't so weirded out by that, if they just went with their natural intuition. How They'd probably much be the same way. That Yeah, I think that we're all open to the same things, and we all can have the same abilities. I always look at it as a muscle. If you exercise that muscle, if you work on it, then you'll get better and better. Um, and then also I would say if you're drawn to the more spiritual side of things, I think if all of a sudden you feel like your psychic abilities were turned on, and then you're into all kinds of modalities of, say, holistic healing, tarot cards, crystals. You want to burn incense. You want to learn how to clear your own energy. Clear like the all of a sudden, of out room. of nowhere, just all of a sudden, like wake up and it's like, oh my god. Like these things are important, and I need to know how to work with the natural elements in a way that can clear my own energy for the better of not just myself but people around me as well. This, I know that you definitely identify with um, feeling special. (laughs) So, (laughs) so like feeling different from other people, 
feeling like you have a, like a sense of purpose or a mission. So I will say for people who don't know me, I am the most confident person in the entire world. Yeah. Will you agree with that statement? Absolutely. Like, in the entire world, I have nothing but confidence. And I'm not like that whatsoever. Yeah, Bree's very opposite. She's she's like, I can walk into anywhere and I own wherever the fuck we are anytime. I, like, want to hide. I don't want anyone to yeah. look at me. But that's why we work together so yeah. well. Yeah. Because we, 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 I push her forward and she pulls me back. I'm here for a reason. Do, 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 do. Exactly. exactly. The Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone. Um, okay, so we'll go. I think a lot of people can relate to that, especially like star seeds and shit. Um, this oh my is god, a f- I'm a star seed. Uh, okay, phobias. Phobia is such a big thing. Loud noises are really, really high. Doesn't bother me. People, I know, but a lot of Bang. abductees Bang. have a ton of fear of noises and bright lights. My phobias are so. My only phobia is loud noise itself that has to do with guns, balloons. Firecrackers, sudden bangs. So basically anything that's just like, bah. Okay, so cannot, I love that. I'm about it. Cannot. Into it. Instant anxiety attacks. So. My biggest fear in life would be spiders. Okay, so that's another one on my list. So uh, we talked about afraid of the dark, but this is more like afraid of certain archetypes. So like Santa Claus, clowns. A lot Fairies. of... Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, doctors and dentists, that's horrible. I'm gonna say this because a lot of people, they're afraid of something, and I think because this is kinda gonna lead into another thing I was gonna mention, which is screen memories. So instead of you remembering exactly what has happened, it's kind of like a placed memory, and they can, you know how we kinda mentioned about how we can see them psychically different than they are in reality? Mm -hmm. So you can have a memory placed on where you have this weird memory of maybe having an interaction with a giant spider, or maybe you have this weird interaction with... And that's where your fear stems from. Yes, Mm -hmm. because you... It's it's kind of like, instead of coming to you as their actual self, they're masking themselves, let's just say, as Santa Claus. So Bree's Bree's talking about in the sense of like, so we actually kind of touched on this a little bit in our last episode where Corey Good was saying that these aliens that talk to him... what form you see them in isn't necessarily what form they really are. That they could just be vibrating on a level with you where you see them a certain way because you feel comfortable with what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But then she's also talking about something kind of like implanted memories Mm -hmm. that we talked about on Not Your Pastors podcast. And we talked about implanted memories just for a quick second and where something happened and you know, aliens are wiping it from your memory and replacing something else in there. So you have this weird memory of something that Mm -hmm. doesn't make sense and you're just like, I don't, I don't understand why I remember this so vividly and clearly. But then when you think about something like implanted memories, you're like, oh "Oh, wait, yeah, that makes sense why that memory doesn't make sense to me or why it's so clear. Right. So you're like, why do I have this weird feeling like I had this conversation with this creature, right? This weird, so they just mask themselves at certain things because they think that you'll be more comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Really, then you be, you, you start to develop this phobia towards something Mm because it's terrifying. Mm -hmm. So to share something really strange. When I was very, very, very young, I don't even, I can't even tell you how how young it was, I was bit in the face by a Rottweiler, and I was immediately taken to the hospital, and they gave me rabies shots, 
and my body like reacted from that, like froze up, like my muscles tensed really hard or something. For whatever reason, my legs stopped working. My mom was actually afraid that I was gonna be like paralyzed. Like it could have been the second they gave me the shot that maybe I was just so, you know, all the anxiety Worked and stuff. Up in the yeah, moment. that yeah. my muscles clenched, and then you know you have that shot that was being your. It's like frozen in your muscle, right? Mm-hmm. So I have this memory of laying in bed and my legs not working, and my legs being out, and firefighters visiting me at night and surrounding me and fixing my legs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I remember this very vividly. And I brought it up to my mom last week because I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I've been reading this book. I've been reading this book about, called Awakening. And and it brought up these screened memories. And I've always had that memory of all these fighter fires surrounding my bed and helping my legs to work. Mm-hmm. So I brought that up and she's like, that's never, like, no, that never happened. And I'm like, really? I remember I couldn't move, like my legs weren't working. And then that's when she told me, oh yeah, when you were bit by the Rottweiler, when they gave you the rabies shots, your legs like wouldn't work. And we actually thought that you could have been paralyzed for a while, but that's that's where it ended. And so, like, I didn't actually know that whole thing until mm-hmm. last week. And you so only... So forever, I've always just had this memory of laying in bed, not being able to move, my legs and not working. And firefighters. And firefighters being around my bed, helping my legs to work again. So interesting. So that's maybe so an weird. instance where... So weird. ...something came down and fixed you, but... So weird, ...presented though. itself as something that you would not be afraid of, necessarily. Yes, and it's weird because it's always been like a weird these memories I feel like they feel real but they also feel like fluffy like mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like they're there but it's very wish-washy like what you know but that has always been with me are these firefighters Super clear. yeah these firefighters that surrounded my bed and helped my legs work mm-hmm and then to hear my mom be like, oh, yeah, we thought we were paralyzed. You were going to be paralyzed. My mom's so nonchalant. She doesn't ever really talk about anything. So she's like, oh, yeah, we thought you were maybe going to be oh, paralyzed. Yeah. And I'm you like, thought your life would be way different, but it's fine now. And then I start thinking, like, that is so weird, though. And you've never really thought before the Swear. crossover of those two things Swear until last on week. my life last week. Wow. We're constantly, you guys, doing regression. Constantly. Exactly. Constantly. So, yeah. so that's one of the things. Give me something else say. on your list. Um, I would say drawn to UFOs and the ET subject as a whole, sometimes to a com- like compulsive type of obsession. So kind of like what we have going on. 1,000%. So kind of like the weird like you're obsession. you're drawn you need to know. You want to know. Maybe you've gone through spells where you're just like stuck on YouTube and you're looking up UFO sightings. So, me and Bree, before we became best alien friends, mm-hmm. we've always been kind of best friends. And we, our entire friendship, I mean, what, probably A over 10 time. years at this point, mm-hmm. never at any point ever talked about aliens. aliens. Ever. So weird, right? Yeah. Now we're <laughs> and and if you didn't listen to our 
very first episode, which isn't on iTunes, and you can only it's listen not? to. It's only on SoundCloud. End of the World is yeah, not on. it's only on no SoundCloud. No one ever listens to that. I feel like we named it the End of the World, but really that was our intro. That was our intro. That's, like, to know but us. we say in it, at some point, you know, we ended up getting on the conversation of, like, ancient aliens, and me and Brie have been on a rabbit hole ever since. since yeah. So separately, before that, on our own, we were very into aliens and studied it on our own, but we never really Secrets. had anyone to like talk about it with or mm-hmm. we would watch TV shows and read books and things and all of a sudden when we both realized mm-hmm. I mean we haven't shut up about it since yeah I think it was also when we realized that a lot of the things that had happened were the, in the exact same time frame oh yeah a lot of the experiences and things that we had were during times I mean like when we were friends we were hanging out with each other and things were happening and we never said anything we to never each really other. talked about it to each no. other and now that we're older and we look back and we think, wait, well, how can we never talk to mm-hmm. each other about it? And I think it's also because if you're really into these things, it's kind of like a private thing. Absolutely. And then when you share with someone, it's like a joke. It's like, oh yeah, I know, aliens, you know, and I just laugh, da 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 but, but then you get really into it and you're like, oh shit, wait, what? So there was, I had my very first experience, I mean, first waking that I know of experience when I lived in Oakland, which again, I, I say a little bit about our first episode that no one ever listens to. Um, and I I had an experience there. There was, I saw a UFO and then something happened where I have a huge, <laughs> there's this huge section of time that I have missing after seeing that UFO that I don't remember. And that slowly over time, I've been able to kind of gather and piece together. And then I realize other instances Mm -hmm. where it happened. So, you know, sleep paralysis. I haven't really had a lot of sleep paralysis until I realized just a few days ago. No joke. Oh my God, you're gonna give me chills. Maybe, maybe, maybe about a week ago. I, I remembered that I had a sleep paralysis episode that was so deep down in my conscience and I remember it so clearly. So it was when I lived at that apartment with Jeremy. Oh my God. And I was, I was <gasps> sleeping in bed one night and I had the covers like up past, like up to my nose, you know, like all up surrounded in the covers. And I had this weird waking dream where the covers like became these straps on these beds that I was stuck to. And there was people all around me like poking me. And I didn't, I couldn't, no matter what I did, I couldn't move. I was stuck in this weird cocoon. And my boyfriend at the time, apparently I was like screaming and he put his hand on me to wake me up and I woke up and I shot up out of bed and he was like, what's going on? And I didn't want to tell him that that's what what really happened. Mm -hmm. And I just told them that I had a bad dream and I thought that butterflies were attacking me. Why I came out with that and said that. But for years, I remember if I ever referred back to that, I always remembered that I said that, oh, it was, I had a weird dream about butterflies. I must have a fear of butterflies. But it was because I had never wanted to tell anyone what really happened. And I had shoved it down that I had made it my truth that I just had a weird dream about butterflies. But I felt so like this blanket, it, it felt like it morphed into like mm. this, this thing that just held me there in bed and I could not leave. And it was terrifying. Apparently, and I was just screaming my fucking head off in the middle of the night. I had no idea. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah, and then that 
I swear that house that you lived in in Oakland was like such a catalyst. Such a catalyst. Because that's when all that stuff happened with me too. And I, again, we did mention this in that episode if anyone wants to go back and listen. But yeah, Jamie, one, the one and only time we ever exchanged any any type of information back and forth between us was, oh yeah, Jeremy and I, we saw this UFO last night and you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was just, oh my God, really? That's so weird. And it was like, that was it. And then we never talked about it Even until years we later. Even though we were both going through things at the exact same time and we were both friends and we both saw each other at the exact same time. You were living in Oakland. I was here down. But you were mostly at my house. <laughs> I was mostly at your house. And now I wonder like, oh my God, I wonder if more things What other things back. that happened there oh my God, that we don't scary. remember? Because my big catalyst was that apartment where a lot of things happened and that really started my journey and really started to make me remember more and more things about stuff that even happened before that. You know, stuff that happened when I was a kid that I thought was maybe kind of weird that maybe wasn't as weird as I think it was. And now that I put it into perspective of like more things in the universe, they make so much more sense to me now. I think because you go through things as a kid and then if you say them out loud, then your your parents, your surroundings, they just condition you with like, you just have an imagination. Mm-hmm. And what if you don't? What if you're actually seeing and experiencing things that are actually happening? Mm-hmm. What if these, okay, fairies, since we brought up fairies, mm-hmm. what if that's real? What if that is actually happening? And you're open to that. Your perceptions are wide open. Mm-hmm. And then then your, you know, institutions, parenting, they tell you that's just your imagination. So you start to shut that off. And then you're not as perceptive to things anymore. So I want, I think as a kid, I think as kids that we experience crazier and crazier things. I do too. And then as we get older, we're more closed off to the idea of those things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's like a lot of people say like kids and animals can like sense paranormal things, you know, like they're more prone to see ghosts and things like that because they're just so much more open to it because they don't know any better. Exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. And then people tell you that's not real. It's your imagination. And then you just turn those things off and then you're not as open to it anymore. And then I think when you start to open your mind again and you start to consider that, then you become more susceptible to noticing and realizing that reality around you. A lot of that leads into all things that are metaphysical. Mm -hmm. Um, Smoking a bunch of weed. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know about that one, guys. Don't throw me under that bus. He got me on that one. Crystals, tarot cards. Yeah, okay, so dreams. I feel like I'm going to mention this on every single episode because people do not take this seriously. Mm-mm. Dreams. I'm just going to quickly name off a lot of things that maybe you dream about and you should really take a second look at what the hell is going on. Go for it. Feeling like uh, your body can pass through any type of mass. So going through ceilings, walls, um, being able to just push through things, almost like that's should be a natural state of being. Mm-hmm. Anti-gravity, flying, like dreams floating. of flying, floating, yeah. Being able to breathe underwater. Ooh, I've had a lot of those. And I've had one dream, and I don't really know if this if this kind of links, but I have a lot of dreams in which I should be dying or I'm about to die, Ooh. and I mentally decide that I'm okay with it, and then I don't die. <laughs> That's interesting. All the time. And then, People like, I'm about time. to die, and I'm like, it's cool, I'm not really going to die, so it's then fine, I don't. Who cares? 
Yeah, you're like, whatever. so weird. People all the time, I'm like, I lived a good life. It's chill. Let's see you. I'm good. Yeah. Um, obviously, dreams about UFOs. So seeing crafts, seeing UFOs, having actual alien encounters, seeing planets, being in space, anything that I think has to do with those kind of realms. Oh my God, Brie, can I blame it on space dust? Absolutely. If you're having dreams of dust. It's space dust, that's guys. That's all it's just it is. Space dust. Too much dust. Um, beams of light. So like, I don't know if this is a dream or not, but I've seen a beam of light over Josh while I was sleeping mm-hmm. and knowing that Josh was going somewhere. <laughs> and I don't know if that's real, but I remember it happening. You remember thinking that, yeah. I know. I remember laying in bed and seeing him sleeping and a beam of light over him. And you were like, and knowing Josh. that he, Yeah. And then I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> and I woke up like, no. Nah. And you were snapped out of it. And I just stared at him and I was absolutely terrified. I was like, what happened like it was weird because when i woke up i was in like the same position of like looking at him sideways as i was in my dream Mm. and you know what's weird that just felt so 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 real and that same night i dreamed of the beam of light over me Mm -hmm. and then this is the part i was going to mention my mom that Mm -hmm. same night so I had dreams of that, of thinking that maybe I was taken, I wasn't sure. It was just the beam of light over me, and I knew it was them. And then mm-hmm. seeing Josh and thinking that Josh is going too. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, my mom is like, I had this dream last night that I was in absolute pitch black, like darkness. And I knew that I was being like abducted by aliens, but I never actually saw them. And I don't remember anything else. And it just like... You know, when, like, the hair Freaks sticks. You out. I'm yeah. And I'm like, so, like, what like what happened? And I was, like, prying, like, how did you know it was aliens? Like, what did you see? Mm-hmm. And all she said was, I just, I was in absolute pitch black. Like, I, I didn't see anything, but I knew, knew that I was being abducted by aliens. I brought this up a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. She has absolutely no, no remembrance yeah. of telling me that she had that dream. Mm-hmm. And because at the time, I didn't tell her. Like, that's funny because last night I had dreams that I was probably being taken and I saw the beam of light over Josh Mm -hmm. and that Josh was taken Mm -hmm. I knew not to say that also because you don't want to give information to people and then like warp it and then yeah you want to hear from them and then just keep that to yourself because then you know it's kind of like verified in a way Mm -hmm. opposed to telling them and then them saying something back Mm mm-hmm but it's so weird that I decided to like, oh, so remember that one time when you had, you know, that, you know. Like, and she just doesn't even remember. Not, no she, memory. Yeah. Even if I brought it up, like. Right now. She, she would have, have no, idea. no idea. She would. She was like, no, that I, I never. That's crazy. Parallel that to me was when I thought, what the fuck? Or maybe it's such a deep wiping of memory. Oh, where, could be. Where right after you think it's a dream. And then as time goes by, you, you just, just completely, completely forget, forget it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, wake up. Write down your dreams. I was just going to say dream journal. Everybody should have one. Yeah. The minute you wake up, what you remember, write down. Even if it's just a little bit, whatever you remember in that moment, you're never going to remember it the same way again. Write it down immediately. And sometimes you think you don't remember, and then once you start writing, more comes to you. Or you think it's just a dumb dream, and then it's like, like for me, I think it's something so stupid, right? But I still write it, and then towards the end, I'm like, oh my god, I totally get what the hell that just meant. Mm -hmm. Or, and then also, it's like the more you do it, the more you remember. Remember. Mm-hmm, absolutely. It's so important. If you can't write it down, just grab your phone, get get out your voice memo, just get it out. Something, and you'll start draw to a picture. Like, yeah, there's so many different things you can do in that instance. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, yeah, dreams are huge. If Even if you're having, like, sex with strangers, mm-hmm. sex with creatures, mm-hmm. sex with sex mm-hmm. with insects. 
Ugh. Yeah. Gross. So very gross, but it happens. Uh, And it bleeds into a lot of dreams with being a parent or meeting your children Mm -hmm. or baby. Dreams of being in, like, a weird classroom and stuff. I think it happens to a lot of people. They're taken and they're taken into, like, the classroom. And they're Mm. being taught weird things. And that's Mm. also when they're being introduced to their hybrid children. I have a lot of weird dreams where everything is mazes. Like, it's a house, and I open up one door and go into a weird crawl space, and then it opens up to another part of a house, and I just keep going through this crazy, or it's like that I'll be in, like, a boat or a ship, and it's the same thing. I keep going, and I keep, like, it's like a puzzle maze, and I have to try to get out of it. We should, I have a lot of those. We should uh, go into that. I really like that. That's Do you? extremely fascinating. Do you? I'm so fascinated with dreams because you learn so much from yeah, dreams. Mine's, mine's weird puzzles and mazes and like trying to get through things, but I keep opening doors and it, the mm-hmm. place just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Like there's no end. It just keeps going and going. It's so exciting. I, I, I'm such a, I'm so big on dreams. And you know what's weird is that every time I'm in them, I feel like I've always been there before. Yeah. Like it's not like a new maze. It's like I open up a, a door to a room and it's like a room oh, yeah, I've been in again. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. It's weird when you have dreams and you've known that you've had those dreams, dreams like before. that. Yeah. When I was younger, I used to always have a dream that I was outside with my mom, and my mom was pregnant with a full belly, like a full belly pregnant. Mm-hmm. And we we're on the corner of our house. It was in our house at the time. I didn't look like I did. My mom didn't look like she did, but mm-hmm. I knew she was my mom, and she had a full belly. Mm-hmm. And that. Uh, Th- this motorcycle gang took the corner and just totally just shot her ass up. I had that dream probably five times when I was younger. Wow. So weird. Past life? That's interesting. Past life, you think? I never actually thought about that. Really? I was just thinking that it was a repetitive dream. No, past life. And I life. think all oh, the undying dream just, again. You just might have had it a lot when you were younger because have you heard a lot in the news lately? There's like kids who are like two, three years old and they're like full blown being like, I was yeah. in World War II. And like yeah. all of a sudden they're tapped into these weird memories. And as they get older, they forget it. But right in that ripe young age, it's like it's like they're, the two souls haven't separated yet or the or it hasn't the veil went over. The very thin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's interesting. So I wonder if that's a, a past life. That I really to wouldn't you. want to go into that regression because I, I if that's, hated that. I dream. wonder if that's how you died in that moment, though. I wonder if that's why I hate guns. Maybe and loud noises because <gasps> I'm so terrified of that. Are we just doing therapy right oh now? Did we just God. reach? Did we just learn <laughs> We just reached a whole new level. Oh my God, that is that's weird. You're afraid of guns and have panic attacks when you hear it. The loud Great. noises and the bang. Past life because you died at a young age like that. So I'm comfortable with that then because I've always wanted to. To go into a past life to understand that part because I've always known just that did it right now. there's something weird about that. You just did I'm, it right now. I don't know if that's... I don't know. It's, we- it's weird. Watch, you're going to have a weird dream about it tonight. I don't want to. <laughs> you're going to. <laughs> no, it's not uncomfortable. All right, give me the next thing on your list, Brie. Um, the last thing I have is kind of synchronistic events and I think this ties a lot into star seeds and when star seeds have to have like their big awakening are when the light workers are kind of turned on so if you don't know about star seeds go back to our episode new aura who dis who dis uh, we'll talk about all these terms if you guys don't remember. Go back, listen. It's a yeah. short one. It's I good. think that synchronicity has a lot to do with it. I think when people all these weird like metaphysical dream time strange things they all 
they all kind of weave in together. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it is a different kind of contact from afar. Mm -hmm. So they're still relating to you and your dream time and these weird things, but it's not in the form of trauma where it has been in the past. Mm -hmm. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. So I think, Brie, that that was a real good introduction to abductions right there. Just some, you know, some signs, some obvious really and some quick not obvious. List. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't we get into now, why don't you, um, why don't we read some emails from people? Oh yeah. XXGY.PSY on Instagram says, being religious, there are some things I do and do not believe. Or it isn't that I don't believe, it's that I don't know whether to believe it or not. Given there are some things the Bible says or talks about that just seem a bit wrong or strange, also given throughout time, things can be hidden and things can be changed given man mm -hmm. is very wicked. Mm -hmm. It is strange to believe that there is this God with this power to change life as we know it within the blink of an eye if he wanted to. But man is also a friend of the devil. So there's all these groups that sell themselves for wealth or fame or whatever the case may be. Do you think that Egyptians may have turned to him for help? And maybe Whoa. what they thought were aliens were really just demonic beings? No. Altogether though, I do believe in aliens. If you have any podcast over about the Egyptians, I'd love to listen to that. So I replied a little bit and I said we'd answer a little bit this on air. So I don't think that aliens are demons, mm -hmm. personally, and I don't think Brita's either. So I can't say that the Egyptians were messing with demons. No. Um, I 100% believe that they dealt with something that came from the sky. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was, but I definitely, there was something. I think the, the images they use and the wordage they use to describe these things only lead me to an alien explanation personally. But I think that your perception and what you hear when you hear something, it's all about what you believe. Some people might see that as angels or right. demons or, you know, weird mm -hmm. cats that come from the sky. Who has any goddamn idea? But I don't necessarily think that it the demon or like that Egyptians dealt with demons personally. I feel like it's such a human thing to think that when we don't see something as being one way that we just consider it as like a demon. When I see as other life forms being just like us, we do some really horrible things, right? But we see each other as human beings, not necessarily demons. You can say, yeah, they're possessed by the devil, but ultimately they're still a human. Yeah. So I think it can be the exact same thing with other living beings. There's good ones and there's bad ones. We have to consider duality in every type of being, not just us yeah absolutely absolutely and i think and i i referred her to um or him him or her whatever you are i don't like to judge people's pronouns um <laughs> in today's world i referred them to not your pastor's podcast so if you guys don't know we were recently uh just on their podcast and we kind of go a little bit more into detail about all these kind of things you're talking about when it comes to god and aliens and I don't want to repeat too much of it because you can listen to it there. Um, but I would definitely check them out, especially you being somebody who's really concerned about your belief in God and the existence of extraterrestrials and things outside of this world. You know, they definitely can help get you 
figure out what to do. I think the best thing to do is just keep an open mind. Mm. And as Brie would say, keep a foot in both doors. Absolutely. Ask the questions and don't be closed off to the answers. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Uh, We got a pretty cool paranormal story tonight. I can't read it because it's super long. But um, AJW underscore MMA sent us a really cool um, story about it some paranormal stuff that they saw and that one's really cool so I appreciate that I'm not going to read it because it's a little bit too long for the podcast but I really do appreciate your DM we do listen to all of them and read all your guys' DMs I want to shout out per use to um, Covert Nerd love you you the homie I appreciate your kind words about our podcast that we did with Not Your Pastors. Mm -hmm. You talked to us a little bit about it and then you went into more detail with them and I love those connections. I love when we're able to reach out and tell other people about podcasts and they really get into stuff. Or Um, even just to hear something small like, you know, what he was saying with the paralysis and stuff. Sometimes you don't think that something has significance until you hear it in a different light and then it's like it triggers something in you. Absolutely. And you think, oh shit, could there be more to the story? There's always more to the story. Dig deep. Absolutely. Dig, dig, dig 100%. And then I want to shout out um, at Walkmore, constantly sending us good things. I think it's Wokemore. Wokemore. Ooh, Wokemore. There you go. Woke. Woke. Uh, We love your messages. They uh, send us tons of, like, little, like, videos I feel like you're, like, a little friend, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, we love the stuff you send. Please don't stop. Yeah, Absolutely. We're on the same um, shout out to Weather Traditions on Instagram. You are always commenting, always watching our live videos. We love you so much. Thank you very much. Yep. We hope to see you someday. Absolutely. So currently, we're gonna do a little sidetrack, guys. Um, Bree has wrote a poem. Oh goodness gracious! And before <laughs> we even begin, I forgot about so it. So if you get triggered easily, don't listen to this poem. Yeah. So okay. So I was driving home from work and I thought about this. Okay, and I had to tell Jamie because it was in my mind. But I thought I can't say this because it's kind of um, she doesn't like offensive. one of the words. I don't like one of the words that I use, so I'll just throw a disclaimer out there. But you know, sometimes you don't mean to be defensive. You're just... It's just her creative funny. energy and her art getting out there. So this is dedicated. I literally just thought of this. This is dedicated <laughs> this to... This is just off the cuff. Ryan Jackson. Ryan and Jackson. two schmucks and a mic. Jackson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Please, this read. This is like kind of embarrassing. Okay. Jamie's making you do this. I am. Okay. <laughs> you, do you want me to read it? I'll read it for you if you can't. <laughs> Okay, guys, this is Brie. Brie gets all the credit for this, but I'm going to read it. (laughs) All right, Brian Jackson, this one's for you. How do you stay alive with your shit top five? (laughs) It makes us all sad because you seem like a nice dad. Now you have two podcasts making fun of your lame ass. I'm not trying to be mean. You made us create a scene. Next time, think it through, not just this'll do. I mean, really, The Departed? Sure, you're not retarded. (laughs) I don't have much else to say, but hopefully soon one day, we will all get together, and then maybe you'll be more clever. (laughs) With love, 
With love for me. I absolutely love it. My young Jackson. Uh, your callback to The Departed was just the I greatest felt thing. I'm like, it was so good. <laughs> the Departed. It was she so good. Retarded. That was, I'm just, I'm, I can't lie. That just made my day. And the best part is, is that's going to make Brian Jackson's day, in all honesty. I hope so. Listen, Mr. Brian, I, I can't stress enough how I would just like, it just came to me. And I just thought, this is so weird. And it's not like me. And I had to tell Jamie. And I'm like, this is one of those things when the little devil in me thinks of these little things that I wouldn't normally say or whatever. But we're letting the creative juices flow. I appreciate you for saying that for me, Jamie. I absolutely agree. If I would have tried to say it, I think I would have been laughing the whole time. So I think sometimes people, especially listening, don't understand. Brie is the shyest person in the world. <laughs> it might not seem like that because we have a podcast and we talk, but Brie is like the shyest, most quiet little <laughs> thing in the world. So for her to even write a poem... <laughs> That's why she can't say it. I thought the poem. I just, I just came to my head. You used just... your mind as your <laughs> typing tool, and you created a beautiful I do, masterpiece. I do like to write, though. It's one of the things I do appreciate in the world. Absolutely. All right, Brie, let's go into our fact or sci-fi. We're going to eventually I was just make say, a craft we'll one make a day. thing. <laughs> Did you look at the Factor Sci-Fi I posted? I didn't because I'm good. You told me don't That's cheat. fine. Oh, okay. I know. All right. So, mysterious radio blasts from a distant galaxy draw attention of alien hunters. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Repeating bursts of radio waves coming from a distant dwarf galaxy probably aren't signals from extraterrestrials, but that hasn't stopped a group of ET hunters from investigating this particular phenomenon. Probably not. So what's funny about this and why I kind of posted about it is my mom is really cute. She does not listen to my podcast. I don't know why. She's very mean. Um, <laughs> but she keeps doing this thing where she will find space stuff on Netflix and save it and try to watch it with me. She's like, oh, we got to watch the space thing. And most of them I've seen before, but I'll sit and watch them with her because, you know, she's my mom. Got to make mom time. Um, and uh, she put on one last night that was all about the sounds of the universe and the different frequencies and stuff that are emitted from, from stars and different planets and different gas clouds and things like that. And I was watching it, and at some point they were talking about like how a star is making sound and how it sounds really weird, and I just kept yelling about how it's the dust's fault, and she didn't <laughs> get it. It's just dust. It's just dust. It's just dust. Um... <laughs> Brian Jackson sent us an email, and he was like, oh, I've been sick lately, but it, I'm fine now. It was it's just, just dust. dust. I love, love that. Love you, Brian Jackson. Love you, Brian Jackson. Um, so I thought that that, we, we kind of throw this out there. So if there's this weird radio signal that's coming from space, like, what is it about it that make people want to think, like, oh, this is aliens, or other people be like, oh, no, it's just sounds from the universe. Like, what is that disconnect? Because when I see something like that personally, and they say, oh, my God, we hear a sound... I don't really bat an eye at it personally. I'm just like, yeah, space makes all sorts of noise that you can't hear because we live on a fucking planet and compared <laughs> to the universe, we're the size of a goddamn dot. Like, true. So, yeah. Obviously, there's some sort of noise, and obviously, there's things that emit radio frequencies that aren't necessarily radio signals. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I don't like, what if we're just catching just like, space junk like they're at their home planet watching their home planet's version of like will and grace and that's what we're picking up 
we're just listening to the alien version of fucking Will and Grace, and that's the weird signal that we're getting out. But it's still exciting to people that are waiting for their from their their signal back from another I guess. civilization. So do you think though that in this instant that these people listening to this radio wave that can't understand it and have no idea what it says, do you think it's aliens? You, you sci-fi it or fact it? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know either. Let's let me let's read some comments from it, guys. It's hard because I don't want to say that it's not because I know of times where they have definitely detected a signal and then for whatever reason later, it's just kind of like pushed to the side and oh no, that's not what it was. Or they picked it up once or twice and then they were never able to pick it up again. So then they disprove that. And I don't think that that's fair. Okay. Um, well, Hitachi is too cool for you on Instagram says it's sci-fi. Says sci-fi it. He doesn't think it's real. No, just straight up, no explanation, sci-fi. And I'm right there with you. I'm I'm calling sci-fi on this. I don't say fact on this. But AJW underscore MMA says it could very well possibly be real. There has been a lot of occurrences and proof that it can happen. Radios are how some communicate. There is so Mm -hmm. much to know. I've done years of research on this stuff. Okay, then I'll agree with him. And then you're going to fact it? You're going to say this is totally probably aliens? See, totally and probably are two different things. Well, if you're facting it, that's ah! a fact. Okay, let's So you're going to say it. a possibility? You can go down the middle. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm a middle type of guy. I know. You're such a middle type of bitch. Like, you know how they got basic bitch? Bree's a middle bitch. Yeah. So, anywho, um, should we talk about the conscious quote today? I was just going to say, Bree... Let's close out this fucking episode with the conscious quote of the motherfucking day. I would like to go two quotes because it's from Ooh, the same person. Okay, and okay, okay. And it, and, and it works. It's the same thing. So okay. I'm just going to say the first quote and then I'll lead into the second one. Okay. So this is from Abraham Hicks. So Esther Hicks is the person who is channeling Abraham. So get into it. It's the bomb. So it's Esther speaking for Abraham. Abraham. So when Esther channels, she speaks Abraham. Okay, tell me about it. What you do is minuscule in comparison with what you choose to think because your vibration is so much more powerful and so much more important. I'm going to have to... Amen. Yeah, I'm going to have to throw a hallelujah up in that bitch. And then the second one, that's not like... It's like a second... Wait, wait. Can we not talk about that one and just talk about the first one first? It goes together. But wait, so I just want to say that I am the biggest proponent of saying that whatever you do is so fucking minuscule. I even said that shit tonight to Brie. I was like, Brie, but in the grand perspective of things, right, does I that was really matter? to say the word shh, in the little poem I wrote for Mr. Jackson. Brie doesn't like the R word. I and I was like, gross. sometimes, Brie, you just got to say some shit. And I was like, in the grander picture of things, is it really such a bad thing that once in your life you said that word? And she was like, oh, okay, I, I guess. All right. So I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And I'm also a big ba- fan of vibrations. And you know that. I talk about that in so many instances and about so many things. One thing that we didn't get to talk about when we were on Not Your Pastor's podcast is when they were saying that... Um, the episode before we came on, they were talking about a website saying that Ugh. one of the ways to thwart off aliens is using the name, the name of Jesus, Jesus out loud. And I said to Bree, we actually have it on a recording somewhere that you guys will never listen to. Um, <laughs> I talk about how, what if it's not necessarily 
you calling out the name of Jesus, but the vibrations that your body is reaching when you're so resonated with something that you believe and you're calling for it for help. That it's not necessarily because it's a spiritual thing, but it's because the state that you put your body in and it's that vibration that's stopping somebody from continuing forward. Which is a spiritual thing. What you believe you give but power on a different, to. But, but in right. a different way, religion, spiritual. Right. So Not like you're actually pulling a certain spirit for help. You are claiming that power. Exactly. And, and it's resonating that. through you and vibrating to Absolutely. a point where it's, it's stopping something mm-hmm. from going on. So then the other one I was going to say is what you think about activates a, bi- a vibration within you. So it's it's absolutely true. It's feelings. You know, it's it's not Places just Places you are, sounds you hear. There's so many ways that you can bring vibrations into your life and how they affect you. And in mm-hmm. so many different instances, it's not something I think that can be pigeonholed into one specific thing. Absolutely. So, you know, that's when they say, like, if you're trying to manifest something in particular and you don't yet have it, it's feel the feeling as if you already have it. So your your body is being placed in that into that vibration. So the natural law of the universe can only give that to you because that's what you're putting out. Absolutely. So it's always there's always a frequency match. Constantly. I'm so proud of us all. We've made it this far. <laughs> um, we love you all so much. I just want to let you know More than that words can say whoever's yeah. listening right now, you're loved, especially by us, regardless of who or what you are. We're all or where you are. Actually. Yeah, absolutely. Just so appreciative of like all of you guys taking the time out of your life to listen to us and like the each individual person that even messages us, absolutely. comments. It's like that's even from to flashback again to the very first episode. I think that's what we said over and over again is just we wanted to build a community. We were the only people we knew we could talk about these things to. And even just putting a microphone and speaking into whoever the hell is going to listen and then people responding, it's been so rewarding. Absolutely. Uh, it's more than we could have ever asked for, in all honesty. Yes. And we hope it just continues to build like this and we build a really great community around this topic so you guys really just have a place where you can feel comfortable and like talk about stuff mm-hmm. just as openly as we yeah. do. We just want to be friends, honestly. Absolutely. I think it's important to bring this to the world for people to open up to a grander self-realization and this grander reality and hopefully we'll be on the same level and the ETs can land and we can all frolic together and drink smoothies in the park. Oh, for sure, absolutely. And I think a lot of it has to do with the really great medium we've chosen as podcasting the community is just so wonderful and so nice and so welcoming and we have such great conversations with people you know you know thanks so much to not your pastor's podcast for having us on it was an absolute blast and pleasure we we cannot wait to be on with you guys again and two schmucks and a mic as always like so kind and so nice we have such Mm -hmm. great conversations with you guys or even like covert nerd for hitting us up american slacker podcast we have even um, talk more about that podcast Even to talk more about that, Magic and Mediums, who just we recently started talking to, like there's Latin Cammon. Yeah, Gravity Sucks podcast. I'm a huge fan of Astonishing Legends. I hope they listen to this one day. I also um, shout out per usual to our listeners in Mountain View, California, who refuse to email us. No one in this area. I know you work at Ames Research Center for NASA, and I don't understand why you won't email us. I do. Breaks my heart. So if you live in Mountain View, California, 
Just email us. Tell me about it. But yeah, it's definitely fascinating. People you don't know are very open and like, hey, how's it going? But then people that are closer in your area, no one wants to say anything. No one wants to say anything. So we appreciate you, you secret listener. Secret secrets. Also, we haven't heard from our secret Santa in a while. So we're waiting for him to show up. Blue Alien Mystic, we're coming for you next. We absolutely are. We're going to be sitting down here in the next few days and working out dates. Uh, I have all your information, so you'll hear from us so soon. Excited and then Design by Perry on Instagram. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He's a DJ and does other stuff. And, and then we have like a small list of people that we definitely we want to get on, especially since we're going to spin off with abduction stuff. In our next episode, we're just going to keep this momentum of talking about abductions and things like that. I think a lot of people that are into this might have had experiences themselves, and they don't think twice about it. It's just kind of like, oh, aliens are cool, and I'm into it, and I'm questioning it. And then when they start to hear about these things, it's like all of a sudden, it's like a little ding. They're like, wait, that's happened to me. That's interesting. I've never thought about that before. And then... You know, that's how it goes. All you need is one nudge, and then you're just, like, rolling down the hill, pretty much. Absolutely. So, if you do have these stories and you want to come out and talk, DM us. Shoot us an email at that one time I was abducted at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, on Instagram. We're all over. Communicate. Tell us about it. Let's have a talk, and, you know, let's, let's, let's bring some shit out into the world. Yeah. This is awareness. This is bringing it into a normal, everyday topic. Because it should be. It should be. Absolutely. I agree with you. So, it's something that you should talk about as as simply as, like, yeah. going to the movies, you like, know? Have you been to the baseball game? You're like, dude, last night? Yeah, yeah I absolutely. think that's what it is. I think the more that we kind of like get in our get out of our comfort zones and we have these conversations and we people can normalize come out, it. Yeah. Absolutely, that yeah. is the goal. Absolutely, normalize it. All right, guys, uh, we love you all. Um, we treasure you. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Podbean, all of those types of jazzles. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we love you all. And keep your eye on the sky. Be kind to one another. Love yourself. Raise your vibration. Crystals on your chakras and have a good fucking day. Do your work. Love you. Love you. Bye. I don't know. I know we've kind of talked about that a little bit. So I don't know if we want to put that Probably in. Probably not now. Not Probably this not episode. Now, but another time. Eventually. Um, yeah. And I, mean, the I don't want to creep people out too much. Like, it took us a long time to get to that and to talk about it. I know. It really did. It did. We it haven't a long talked time. about it again since, by the no, way. No. I know. But uh, shit happens. Anyways. You know what's even weirder? I don't know if I want to throw this in here, but Could this pause. is super weird. Sometimes... I've done this a lot. I don't. I think about it occasionally. Sometimes when I like put my pajamas on, like before I go to bed, sometimes I think about. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I think about like. If, <laughs> like if I'm gonna. Be <laughs> like how does this look? <laughs> like, 
were like, wait, <gasps> if I'm standing that? in front of a panel no, full of aliens, is my outfit cute? Because sometimes, you know, you might go to bed looking a little ratchet, right? Sometimes yeah. I think, like, well, <laughs> if they take me in the middle of the night. If I take me in the night and I'm, like, lined up with all these people, right? Like, I don't want to look, like, you're gonna look horrible. Like, you're like, I'm I not mean, trying to look the I worst. Can at least, I can at least make it look decent so I feel more comfortable. I get, uh, see, I sleep naked and I'm just ready and for them. I'm like, let's go. I'm like, yeah, what's up, guys? Been here before. I'm saving you the trouble of having to put my clothes back on. <laughs> Let's do this. Absolutely. Like, nice, nice jammies. What about Brie? Like, I get this a lot. Humming noises at night. Oh, my God. So, do you remember? There was yes. This one time I even... This there's, one time. There's this one time I was. I was texting Jamie because I thought I was literally going crazy, which should also add to this list. If you ever feel like you might be going crazy... Yeah. If, I think if you have the thought that you're going crazy, then you're not You're not crazy. going crazy, and it's probably aliens, guys. Ooh, like, if you okay. wake up and you're like, wait, am I crazy? It's probably the aliens, and you're fine. Yeah, so I text Jamie because I'm like, I, I've been hearing these really strange hummings. Like, I can't sleep at night, and it was so weird because... I, I don't remember if it was the same day or if it was the next day. The same thing happened with you. Yeah. Do you remember? So I'm not—this sh- is going to sound horrible. You might not put this in the episode, but I think it's because we had all those edibles. <laughs> <laughs> but there was at one point I was—like, I legit left your house, and I, like, I remember going home and, like, texting you, and I was like, Brie, it's happening to me now. <laughs> I was like, it's only when I turn my head to the right. If I face forward, I don't hear anything. Okay. But if I turn to the right, I hear this incredible buzzing sound, and, like, I swear to God, the CIA is watching me. <laughs> I remember texting you that. Then that could definitely be the the actual case. It could. But I remember listening, and I remember both of us texting. You had texted me the night before, and then I texted you, like, the night after, and I was like, oh, my God, it's happening to me now. So the brownies were out of this world. The brownies were for sure out of this world, guys. Extra frosting. Thank <laughs> you.